got ups and downs Because the world's intense How could you find out what to pair with your life events A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it You're listening to Let's Drink About It a show where we proceed from the premise that every cocktail has a perfect life event to pair with it Actually the other way around <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that I would have that down after almost 90 shows mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I'm your host Benjamin R. Harrison And I'm your other host Chris Bowman and our lovely and talented guest is Dana Schwartz. Hi there. Uh, Hello, Dana. Very funny comedy writer. Uh, I think I first got onto you through your parody Twitter accounts, Guy in Your MFA yeah. and Dystopian YA. Those are my parody Twitter accounts. Um, <laughs> both of which have like huge followings and are very funny consistently, which is hard to do, you know. I feel like I am always coming up with an idea for a funny Twitter account and then, you know, I can think of like a... a a half of a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never uh, underestimate the extent I'll go to avoid doing real work. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, and then so you're you're a writer in general, but uh, you you just revealed to us 22, so young, a young writer. Yeah, I graduated college in May. Wow, congratulations! Thank so you. so you don't even know this guy in my MFA. No, that's that's actually <laughs> the biggest secret. Is I I just graduated undergrad. I never did an MFA program, and I'm not a guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they say write what you know, but you you somehow have made out of whole cloth something that a lot of people really identify with. I'm just a really good liar. I guess there's also there are plenty of like self-important dipshits that like to mansplain things in undergrad as well that was really what it was i i did you know for in full disclosure take a lot of writing workshops my senior year sure and uh that's what it grew out of but an mfa program was shorter than writing workshop which did not fit <laughs> into a twitter handle oh sure yeah i guess yeah you do have a character like it's always driven me nuts that i couldn't get my full name as my as my handle because my name has too many letters um, <laughs> See, I had to do the opposite. I had to add letters to my name. Yeah, you have like a trillion Z's at the end, right? Three. Okay. Three. I can't count. Uh, but yeah, regular, regular Dana Schwartz was taken. I've offered to buy it, like bars of gold. <laughs> my firstborn. I the the, the uh, offers get more and more elaborate, but I've never gotten a response. Wow. The uh, the triple Z is kind of uh, misleading because it's not boring at all, right? I mean, it sounds triple Z <laughs> kind of sounds snoozy, but that's not the case. I think we're just lucky that my last name doesn't end in an X because that would be very misleading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dana Knox. Yeah. Uh, Dana Knox is like a plausible porn performer name, I feel like, too. If, if the writing thing doesn't work out. <laughs> just, you, just, uh, you just switch that one name and you're in. Dana, uh, I have a question for you, Dana. You're 22 years old, which is ridiculously young to be... I mean, you look at the stuff you've done so far, and you're fairly accomplished. I mean, maybe you don't agree with that, but you have done a lot of writing in such a short amount of time, it would seem. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, how did you get started? Um, so I was uh, pre-med in college. Oh. Yeah, literally up until pretty much my senior year. Wow. Uh, I spent... Every oh, summer. your parents must be so happy. <laughs> well, see, I'm Jewish, so it was either doctor or comedian, and uh-huh. I still sort of landed on my feet. It's not a big problem. But yeah, so I was like working in legitimate immunology labs. Yeah. Like, you can't see my hand, pipettes. but I was doing a There was a pipette thing, motion going on. There was. Uh, Don't ask me how I know what a pipette motion is. I'm so. actually really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I sort of realized that I had always loved writing, and I, I kind of had told myself that in the back of my mind I would be 
uh, sort of like Michael Crichton or Chekhov, where I would like be a doctor <laughs> uh, and also write on the side. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'm as good as Chekhov. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And, right, and right. you don't believe climate change exists, like Michael Crichton. Exactly. And if there's one uh, thing I know about doctors, it's like they just have so much trouble filling all the free time they have. Well, that's it. They <laughs> yeah. just they hours to waste <laughs> yeah, away. Right. Um, but then uh, my I on a kind of a whim I applied a, to an internship at Conan in Los Angeles right Whoa. before my senior year. And I got it, wow. and I was like, I can't turn this down, and I loved it. It was like the first environment where I like enjoyed myself. Yeah, and I was like, maybe a job can be something that's not, you know, encroaching with misery and dread yeah. and anxiety. <laughs> wow. What a concept! Um, yeah, and really. So, uh, I went to Brown, which is a, a hippie school, which means there were no requirements. So at that point, I had already finished out the requirements of my major. So my senior year, I just took all my mind fun classes, all <laughs> history and literature and writing, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And out of that frustration came a Twitter account that kind of got a following. And I started asking people if I could freelance for them, and they amazingly said yes. Yeah. Wow. And I decided to make a go of it. Uh, Great. What, does your, like, what did the Conan thing entail as an intern? So I was a research intern. Conan... I'm right now. I'm, I'm an intern at uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Come on, heard of it? Yeah, heard of it? Unbelievable. Yeah. And it's it's different because we were the first intern class, so they were just oh yeah, we were just sort of like trying we're, to. You're going to be an out. executive producer in like three years. <laughs> three wow. weeks, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, but at Conan, it was like a well-oiled machine. They had like right. forty interns, and we were all in different departments. Mm-hmm. I was. Well, uh, Colbert brought a lot of his people from his rapport. previous show, right? I mean, we, like. I uh, recently uh, bumped into a guy that I've met a couple times who is the stage manager on Colbert. And uh, I was like, are you still on Colbert even though it's a different show? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Basically, (laughs) everyone everyone in the office has an Emmy except for me. (laughs) My God. But yeah, so at, at so if one of them went missing, like no one would notice. Yeah, I, I don't. I probably shouldn't tell this, but uh, <laughs> I, I love stories that start like that. Whatever, I have two weeks left of my job. Uh, <laughs> I uh, we were cleaning out like on my first week, we were cleaning out like a seventh floor conference room, uh, like where it was being used for storage, uh-huh. and there were all these just cardboard boxes that we were sort of cl- the interns were cleaning out, and I opened one of the boxes, and it was just it was like floors down, like. Uh, totally separate from Stephen's office. And it was just filled in the, the back of a storage room. It was just filled with people's choice awards. <laughs> just like held one out. I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I have one last question for you. That's um, Dana, where do you get off being 22 years old and being an intern already at Conan and now the Tonight Show with Stephen Colbert? I mean, really, where do you get? <laughs> yeah. where, what is your goddamn problem? I mean, I, ser- at 22 years old, I was cowering somewhere i have no idea what i was doing i'm still cowering i'm cowering all the time but how so this is the thing then how do you uh you know how do you get past it how do you get through it like how did you find yourself um because you said you applied on a whim to the conan show uh Uh, well i mean i say that i'm definitely like a a person who when i want to do something i do it you can't see me now but i like i dyed my hair blonde and cut it off literally yesterday because I was like, once, once an idea is in my head, I have to make it happen. Right. Mm. I think I'm good at follow through. And when I thought, okay, maybe I want to get into TV, I emailed like every Brown alumni I could find who was in TV just to talk to them and ask them about it. Um, I, I like with the, the Colbert thing, I really think I only got it because I had already had the experience at Conan. Right. And then, 
a few of the writers followed me on Twitter and nice. I had reached out and been like, please, can I talk to you about what you do? Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I think I'm like not afraid to ask for what I want a mm -hmm. lot of the time. Uh, it's like a fake it till you make it thing. Right. Wow, this became very earnest. I can like <laughs> make this less earnest. No, no. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I yeah, think just it's... be a little less sincere and and shittier. No, That'd it's amazing. I, and and uh, I, I would like to present you with the first annual uh, Chris Bowman uh, Spirit Animal Award. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I do not. That's a very prestigious award. I, yeah, it I'm, is. I'm this is not the kind flattered. of award that you shove in a box in no. the back of a yeah, yeah. seventh floor conference room. <laughs> can I I'll put, put that, that on my resume? Uh, please. Do. <laughs> yeah, everyone will ask what it means, and you'll say uh, very little. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that's, uh, that's incredible. That's great. Now, before we get uh, too far uh, into our actual show, Dana, you have a podcast coming out. I understand. Well, if all goes well, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think in the uh, grand theme of going out on a limb and asking for what I want, yeah, uh, I am obsessed with you know history and culture and literature and just being a general insufferable know-it-all about things that I, <laughs> you know, know-it-all about things that I researched on Wikipedia and really have no right to be a know-it-all about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I freelance for Mental Floss a lot. And oh, I cool. realized that they had never really had a podcast. And so I went to my editor and I was like, can I do this? And amazingly, even though I'm... They'd have had to be fools to say no. Yeah, yeah no, even though I'm a child, he's like, yeah, let's give you a shot. So... Yesterday, I recorded my first test podcast. Cool. Let's see how it goes. That's wow. great. You're in the primo demographic, though. 22 years old, you should be like, yeah, they jump at the chance at, uh, yeah. know, to have a podcast hosted by someone uh, of your young and, and uh, your young age and stature. And but energy. Just wait until they see how nerdy I'm making it. Oh, my <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, we want... I th uh, you know, nerdy sells in the podcast world. It's one of the reasons uh, <laughs> our show is not as successful as it probably it could be. <laughs> you know, it is pretty amazing how many times I've heard people say, oh, yeah, no, I work for such and such. And uh, they weren't aware of what podcasts were. And I said, do you want to yeah. do one? And they said, yes. Like, it's incredible how many people start a show yeah, of totally. what varying sizes. But just that way. I mean, it's it's really. So let it be a lesson to you all. Do you want to hear something absolutely insane? Yes. I got. I got a job. I don't know like how public this allowed to be, but I got a job writing for a company's Snapchat Discover story. <laughs> what? I, I know. I didn't even have Snapchat, so they just like brought me in. And I I did it, and I like got Snapchat for that, pretending like they thought I was a 22 year old like who knew how to do this. Yeah, you're you're a hip millennial. You know all the beeps and boops. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a thing I know how to do. I, if I ever wanted... Professional Snapchatter. <laughs> yeah. It was like the freelance job that I would never be able to explain to my parents. Right. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> like, my my parents are probably just as close to being able to explain what Snapchat is as I am. Yeah. So, you know... <laughs> Snapchat's come a, up recently a few times on this show. Uh, yeah. I am. It would be... It's a real mystery. Yeah. It would be embarrassing if I told you how long it took my parents to grasp the concept of a parody Twitter account. Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Where yeah. It's like, well, how... It's not a picture of you. How do they know it's not a... Who is this person? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a, a jump. Our, our uh, past guest, Jordan Morris, of the Jordan Jesse Go podcast, uh, told a story on their show recently of going home for the holidays and having a joke he put on Twitter about, like his stepdad not wanting to vape at the Thanksgiving table <laughs> was taken very seriously by his family. And he's like, no, like that's not me saying that that's like a character yeah. 
that I'm playing oh, in the man. context of that specific joke and like just sailing over the head of his his older generation. Wow. I get uh, texts <laughs> and phone calls quite often. Um, and even because not in my character, in my like personal Twitter account, I still think I exaggerate elements of my personality. Sure. Do sort of like the self-deprecating, like, oh, look at me. I'm like a single girl in New York. Uh, <laughs> and I think my parents are like kind of worried about me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. and, like I get phone calls like, I saw that tweet. Uh, like, Is everything Dana, okay? you seem like you're being a bit of a Samantha. And we'd like you to be more <laughs> of a Miranda. <laughs> That's the thing about Sex and the City characters. No matter which one you say, I'll take it as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but no, Dana, I was saying that in the character of your parents in the context of that joke. So. Bastard. <laughs> can I leave now? Is it too late? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you can bail. Um, <laughs> we'll just go without a show tomorrow. <laughs> um, uh, well, we should uh, probably get into it, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Because I haven't opened up enough, so you should get me drinking. <laughs> Life events. I am just at the beginning of two months of bachelorhood with my wife being uh, in New Hampshire. And so, you know, I got, uh, I got the place to myself and I need a drink for that. So there's either party sounds in the background or like a sad foghorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, come to think of it, the sad foghorn and the Jamaican dance hall horn are not <laughs> so dissimilar as sound effects. You just pitch shift a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God! Let's, can we can we please take a sad foghorn and in the style yeah, of, yeah, of, of yeah, an yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, well, I have been burning the candle at both ends, and uh, uh, I'm running myself ragged, and I need a drink for that. Right on, Dana. Well, I mean, I need a drink for lots of reasons. Sure. But <laughs> yep. in the context of today, uh, I lost my virginity in the most awkward way possible, involving linguistics and lots and lots of lies uh, <laughs> what? and for that i need a drink oh, and, yeah. uh, and a prayer that my parents won't listen to this a drink and a prayer yeah. <laughs> we won't send them the link but <laughs> if uh if, if one of them uh decides to look into uh into how to sign up for a podcast there's a very good chance that they will because we're featured on itunes right now and by the way uh welcome to all of our new yes, listeners new listeners uh, we love to have you, and we hope you stick around. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Drink About It and on Facebook at Let's Drink About It. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Next. I'm following right now. Here go the recipes. Dana, so um, you are going to be drinking a cocktail called Red Velvet. <laughs> Wow! Just because I, th- I right. thought I thought that I should pick something tawdry. Is there going to be? Uh, are there cherries involved? Uh, there are no cherries. Thank this God. is this is a this is kind of an interesting concoction. It's two ounces of coconut water, ounce of bullet bourbon, a uh, quarter ounce of velvet falernum, and Peychaud's bitters. Mm. Uh, this is from PDT. So interesting. We're gonna stir all the ingredients with ice and strain them into a chilled coupe. And then the bitters get, uh, it's four dashes of Peychaud's bitters that you float on the surface. So I'd probably do that like into a bar spoon or try to do it over the back of a bar spoon or something like that. <coughs> and the, um, the coconut water makes it healthy. It's like I'm going oh, to yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 uh, it, it, uh, you know, it's a great like post yoga yeah. type cocktail. Yeah. 
I just came from yoga. Or post-first time (laughs) having sex, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it it, it has electrolytes. (laughs) Uh, Benjamin, you will be drinking uh, uh, aptly named Lonesome Dove. Uh, It's an ounce ounce and a half of bourbon, uh, one ounce of lemon juice, one ounce of honey syrup, a quarter ounce of allspice dram, and uh, five blackberries. So you're going to combine lemon and blackberries, muddle, uh, add remaining ingredients, uh, shake and serve in a rocks glass over ice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, So blackberries were not available when I went to the grocery store today, so I'm mm-hmm. going to do this with raspberries. I'm hoping that it's adjacent to the ultimate effect that the drink is going for. I, um, I think, I think That sounds right. delicious. Uh, Chris, you're going to be drinking Bitters and Smoke, uh, which is from the Portland Hunt and Alpine Club Mm. originally. This is an ounce of tequila, an ounce of chinar, and half an ounce of Fernet Branca, and half an ounce of mezcal. You know a drink is fancy if I don't know any of the words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the one good thing, like, doing this show has, like, I... There's not a lot that goes over my head when I look at, like, a bar menu these days. I mean, there's still plenty but like mm-hmm. I, f- I also feel more excited about just like like going ahead and asking like what the hell is chinar yeah oh, it turns out it's a type of italian amaro made out of uh artichokes uh, artichokes oh i did not i forgot to uh add this this story also involves me pretending i knew an alcohol that i didn't know nice. that's very fitting. oh man <laughs> very fitting that's line number two <laughs> um well, uh, so you're uh, for the bitters and smoke, you're going to stir those with ice to chill. Um, since there's no juice in there, you don't need to shake, and stirring is actually going to keep flecks of ice out of your drink. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll strain into a chilled uh, coop and garnish. And I don't know what the garnish is off the top of my head. I could, I, I could see it being like a lemon twist, though. Yeah. That seems well, pretty I'm going to do a lemon twist just for fun. Yeah, for prettiness. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's do it. Let's go make them. Yes. Make those drinks. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Uh, it, yeah, happy Hanukkah. Damn it. You beat my, me. Um, my wife being in New Hampshire this month... Uh, She's gone for she's gone for Hanukkah, and I made myself a latke last night and sent her a picture. And a she single got, latke. She got really, really amazed, like amazingly angry. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, but just making one latke is the saddest thing I've ever heard. It was a huge latke, to be to be honest. It was uh, like this was like a good ten inches across this latke. How does don't uh, try to make it less sad. Yeah. You know what? Another sad <laughs> another sad thing is uh, cheersing to yourself uh, week in and week out. In a <laughs> Chris, you have the guests sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. Uh, um, this is um, this drink here is heavy duty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's really like a yeah. You have to be a fan of alcohol to to for this drink to be. It's it's all over the map. It's like it's like. Uh, it's Mexico and Italy going to war with each other, I guess, <laughs> is, is uh, maybe how you might want to put it. But it's like four very distinct flavors. Sure. You know, uh, and as we've described uh, in past episodes where there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a war in the glass and, and it's not immediately clear who's winning. Are you winning? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's three ounces of alcohol. Uh, yeah. But your liver is losing. Yeah. It's always losing. I'm winning and losing. I, um, I picked that for you because I just felt like, um, not that you smoke or are bitter, but it seemed like um, somehow the, the, like, the evocativeness of the name Bitters and Smoke uh, put me in mind of somebody who's running himself ragged like you are. It's like a Tom Waits song. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it's and uh, Tom Waits voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, this is like a running myself ragged is uh, obviously I'm not, um, you know, it's different. It differs to person to person. So one idea of busy is not necessarily the next person's, but mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, you know, it's three nights a week I work at the bar and, so that's not a like super intense thing. The job itself is very intense. Uh, but, and, and so therefore me being a bit older, I can't really honestly imagine working. Sometimes I do work four nights a week, but, uh, it's just so physically taxing that, uh, I am, uh, you know, just left a, a, a mushy heap the next day, you know? <laughs> uh, so not being like, I am by no stretch and never have been a, a, a night person. So, yeah. um, and, and when you're working, it's different. I mean, you find yourself at two 30 in the morning, you know, just as though it was two 30 in the afternoon, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> most times. Um, but the problem is that I, um, you know, I'm still in this running program. So I get up in the morning now, whether or not I'm in a running program, I get up early. So if I go to bed at four o'clock in the morning, I'm usually up at eight, you know, Jeez. which that's not enough sleep. No, 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 it's not. And I, and I'm really, honestly, it's really affecting me. Like I'm feeling it yeah, like super drastically lately. And, uh, um, yeah, the only answer is more sleep, but I just, when I wake up in the morning, I just cannot get back to sleep. I have yeah. no trouble going to sleep. Uh, you know, but, uh, it's just the... Uh, so yeah, the rest of the day, I'm walking around a shadow of myself, you know, <laughs> uh, and I got to motivate myself at eight in the morning. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, my morning routine, just coffee and breakfast and then like, you know, read and then go for a run. Like that motivation to go for a run is uh, very difficult to find, uh, <laughs> but I You're do my it. my spirit animal. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the thing is... Oh, guys, there's so much love in this yeah, room right it's now. it's true. It's true. Uh, I... I the problem is going out, you know, and, and pushing yourself, you know, to the bottom of the street to start your run or whatever. Um, you know, you, your run is, um, it's, um, jeopardized by the fact that you're tired. So, you know, halfway through my run, I'm like, I've got nothing left to give. So it's kind of like, you know, am I actually doing myself any good? Cause <laughs> I'm not really hitting my target distance and blah, blah, blah. You know, <clears throat> then I come back the rest of the day and I'm, I'm kind of just like, huh. I feel, I honestly feel like I'm on six different kinds of drugs, which is a lovely feeling sometimes <laughs> when you're on no drugs. Um, yeah. Are they the fun drugs at least? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's not, yeah, I'm not feeling any pain. I'm just like, uh, you know, just kind of <laughs> floating, but I'm also useless. You know, you know, the thing is that Sorry. you are not good for much, uh, yeah. because you're just, uh, you're trying to, to find energy to just sort of blink you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those eyelids, they don't move themselves. <laughs> no, they certainly don't No. Um, well, um, does the, uh, do, are you, are you feeling invigorated by your cocktail or do you feel like it's, it's amplifying the, uh, the haggardness that you well, already, already have going I can't, on? I can't say it, it was a late night last night. I did work last night and, uh, 
uh, again, got up early this morning, did not run today, <laughs> but I am still feeling, uh, I'm still feeling as described, uh, before. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no, this, this is great. You know what this is? This, this kind of like this drink, um, there's a lot of medicinal type ingredients. In sure. There. Yeah. I mean, if I had some sort of intestinal trouble, I think maybe <laughs> it would help. <laughs> um, but, uh, what it's, what it's allowing me to do is sort of settle into this pocket, you know, like this mm -hmm. warm, hazy, tired pocket. And I don't know, it's good in the sense that like, I mean, I'm glad I'm doing a podcast right now because I feel at least like I'm doing something. But sure. uh, if I was drinking this by myself right now, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> not the droid you're looking for. No, yeah, exactly. In the context of this, uh, this very podcast, it's uh, an A+. plus. Oh, good, good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it's a... Uh, it's definitely a cocktail I would order if I saw it on a menu, mm -hmm. um, just because it seems so out out of control with the uh, with the ingredients list. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I always go like that doesn't seem like it can work. Why would they put that on the menu if it doesn't work? Maybe it does work for some weird reason. Here, take That's my fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the sort of. Uh drink i would only order if i'm on a date trying to impress a guy yeah like oh yeah i can drink that yeah hair flip uh -huh. one of the guys you know it's like i do not want to drink that at all. now would you say hair flip out loud because i would if, if i was on a date i would be like that's the greatest in, thing i've in ever this, heard in this oh, modern yeah. world people say well, i don't i don't know what you just ordered but it sounds sounds great because you said hair flip right afterwards <laughs> okay i so, narrate everything i do i'm an so, acquired taste i think we're gonna uh, the next drink we make we, we invent we'll call it the hair flip sounds good um, make sure it's for someone worthy yeah, yeah. there's a type uh, a flip well, gonna, is a type of cocktail so yeah I mean, it'll be for it'll be for you <laughs> right yeah awesome. we're, we're, we're gonna yeah. make you a drink dana yeah. we just decided yeah thank you uh, uh but you guys both okay listen just in, in terms of going back to the fatigue part of the discussion you guys both are deadline driven people do you find yourselves uh, do you do you allow yourself? Yeah, exactly. It is kind of funny, right? But do you? <laughs> but do you? Um, do you have you found yourself yet uh, working kind of to the minute? Or I mean, that's kind of how deadlines work, I guess. Yes. People leave it till the last second and then crunch I, time. No, yeah, I. Um, I think writing is different than video, obviously, because video yeah. you gotta have maybe some more, well, different ducks in a row, I guess. Yeah, I would say when I'm in production, I'm very like. You know, like your whole day is pretty much scheduled and and uh, post-production, at least for me, like can take a lot of different forms. And sometimes if I'm editing myself, I just can do it whenever I have time. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm I'm a real baby when it comes to sleep. Like I need like nine and a half, 12 hours <laughs> to really feel right. Nine and a half, 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a logical leap. I, when I have like a, a close deadline... I think I'm better at it, you know, but I have like, a, I'm working on a young adult novel and the first draft isn't due until February 1st. Mm -hmm. And I like, like how babies don't have object permanence, like <laughs> because it's kind of too far away from me to see, I pretend it doesn't exist. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's the same way when someone's like, imagine a million dollars. Now imagine a billion dollars. Like you physically just can't yeah. comprehend. Right. Like, uh, February almost... is so far away. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure February like, exists. Is see, February I think real? sixty I, I, days. <laughs> to me, it feels like February is yes. It's so far away, and yet at the same time, it's right around the corner. It's up on our. But asses. there's like yeah. an yeah. R in there. Is it even real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, does that mean you can eat oysters, or you shouldn't eat oysters? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I think I think we should probably save the the best for last. So I'll I'll talk about my life event. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, 
Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess uh, I need some I need some like some strategy tips because I haven't been single in a long time, and uh, oh, I'm good at this. And uh, yeah, yeah, me too. Moreover, I haven't lived alone ever. I have like this will be the longest I'll ever go. Are you serious? Uh, p- p- potentially without having a oh, dude, this housemate is, of any kind. This is uh, potentially bad news because you're gonna fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Like, I have, I feel like I have friends who, you know, moved, moved out of whatever roommate situation they had to mm-hmm. have a, a place to themselves and, like, felt really lonely and hated it and went right back to having roommates after the lease was up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have other friends that would never put up with having a roommate. And, uh, and I sort of wonder... Where, you know, I've, I have never tested myself on this spectrum. <laughs> right. But, uh, but you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, I mean, you're a pretty capable guy though. I mean, what's, what's the, uh, is there, is there a legitimate worry or is this just kind of like, um, I guess, I don't know. I think that the one good thing is like we have a podcast, you know, most yeah. weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> so like, I do have to like have the house somewhat acceptable for a human being other than myself to walk into and Uh that is like a good motivation to not let everything go to shit yeah um but uh you know um i guess i i i don't know you're not not exactly a slob are you i'm not but don't descend into like sitcom territory i hate that stereotype of like Oh, like men need their wives like moms because like all guys like oh good thing the wives aren't here to no like, yeah you know like a beer commercial where, <laughs> I, like, yeah. the, the crotchety wives come yeah in. we don't we don't really have that kind of relationship and I I I like do most of the cooking I think that like the one thing I'm really excited about is like there's lots of things that Rachel doesn't want me to cook like <laughs> pork chops for example oh right because you know she'll uh you know break some sort of uh, sort of religious law if I. Uh, if I cook pork chops and, uh-huh. uh, you know, offer her to eat one, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like, uh, so, so maybe now is the perfect time to start your forbidden food cooking show. I guess so. Oh yeah. That's a, yeah. My YouTube, uh, yeah. <laughs> my YouTube stardom is, uh, and it's like is only, at hand, finally. it's only forbidden. Like, I mean, in the way that your wife won't allow you to eat it. So, you know, right. Cause the it's most not like mundane, she keeps the kosher. It's just foods. that, yeah. you know, and it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's just that like there's certain things that like oh well if it has pork specifically in the name pork belly pork chop yeah not allowed that's so weird like I grew up I ate like ribs all the time like I've had bacon but I've like yeah. I don't eat like ham and like, we've never <laughs> yeah. had like hot ham there's yeah. just these no. weird like yeah. cultural Jewish rules that we just uh, like for no good reason have never broken yeah at one point I tried to suss out what the rules were at her at my mother and father in law's house because. It's definitely like there's no pig meat of any kind, uh, which I can start to wrap my mind around. But then, like, I'll go over and they'll be like, "We're having shrimp cocktail. Do you want some?" <laughs> and yeah. or like, or like, we'll order beef tacos, and like, some of them need to have no cheese on them because certain people are going to be weird about no meat and cheese. But then they'll also order like a chimichanga that's smothered in cheese, and I'm like, wait. So- so what's the, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's more just like a personal comfort level thing than a, like we are strictly adhering to 
a set of rules. Hmm. Uh, it's like I have not been a person that eats this kind of thing in the past, and I'm not going to change that for love or money. Um, yeah, those moving targets are tough. Maybe man. love and money. <laughs> and or, yeah. yeah. I don't want to exclude. <laughs> There's, there is that, uh, I think we may have talked about it on the show before, ages ago, but there is that, because yeah, you, you have spoken about spending some time on your own. I think maybe Rachel was back in Los Angeles or something. And Yeah, well, yeah. She's, been, she's been away for a week at yeah. a time before, right. but this is like, I'm going to be putting together like several weeks on end. Yeah. Uh, in between seeing her, and that's well, there's, there's that's a very new thing for me. Sort of what uh, Dana is speaking to. Um, the there's a uh, some UK ad uh, television commercial that uh, you know the the wife sort of says to the husband, "Okay, I'll be back. You know, you know, I'll see you tomorrow or whatever. I'll see you this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, honey. You know." And she and walks out. He's like out. a caveman by the time. Yeah, that's exactly. She, she like walks on the hall, like, oh, keys. snaps her fingers, like, "Oh, I <laughs> yeah. forgot something." Comes back in, and there's like everything in the house is piled in the center of the apartment, <laughs> and he's got a long beard and shaggy hair. You know, it's just uh, that's how I envision. <laughs> That's how Guys, I, I think we can all agree that men face some really ugly stereotypes in the media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's why Sad. I came on the show. It's, it's really tough. It's really tough. <laughs> Hashtag men's rights. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not all men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got in my first Twitter feud the other day. Really? Because men's rights activists. No way. Maybe I shouldn't do this. I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, we None of those assholes listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> They're what, not allowed. What if, they if you're a men's rights activist... Uh, Hang up you the can, podcast. You can unsubscribe right now. Fuck you. <laughs> I like made a joke about uh, there was that Atlantic article maybe like a week or so ago about how men don't like funny women. Mm. Uh, it was a really heartbreaking article. Jesus uh, Christ! For, was it? It was about like statistics or was it statistics? Though it was written by a woman and she was just like, "This is a sad thing that science has oh, proven what? This time is like and time a, again." Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, this no, like... it, it's it's not fun. Like. Uh, one of the studies she cited, there was two pictures of the same woman and one picture. She's holding like, a rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was like with a quote that was like a funny joke that they said she wrote. And the other was her with like a not funny quote that they said she wrote. Uh-huh. And they asked men to rank like different groups, which one's more attractive. Attractiveness. And like, yeah, the not funny one was more attractive. Men are the worst. Well, I believe that the findings of a stu- study like that may be true. I I just really think that there's more to relationships than like the like knee-jerk reaction you have like even if even if that's really true of men that like they react that way to a photo i feel like i am more attracted to somebody if i meet them and then i find out later they're funny yeah you know Mm -hmm. that's what i tell myself while i'm crying alone uh well i'm just saying i wouldn't put too much stock in that no but i I, but what did this men's right asshole say no like a lot of them like i made a a, some joke about that article like i retweeted and like said like oh whatever and people were like quote unquote feminist humor like like obviously like she doesn't have to like just like i just like tons and tons of out replies that were just the dumbest things about like how women a lot of, aren't a lot of eggs I'm, uh, yeah. I'm assuming a few fedoras in there oh uh, nice yeah it was like a, all the stereotypes came out to play <laughs> maybe your next twitter parody account can be men's rights activists and it's an egg wearing a fedora <laughs> yeah you know, i don't have a death wish <laughs> that's the scary thing it's like if i they have weird power on the internet and like true, making women yeah. feel unsafe uh, which hot is like t- something hot that take i hate the internet yeah, yeah, fuck the internet. But I hate people the internet. like joke about that, but like 
women do feel unsafe a lot of the yeah. time. And I showed, yeah. I showed my brother and I, I even, I tweeted some like one disgusting comment that someone sent me on like Tinder or OkCupid or something. Mm-hmm. And the response I got from my family is like, who is this guy? Like we need to murder him. And I was like, no, yeah. that happens every day. Yeah. yeah. Like this is, this is my life. This yeah. is, you know, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about Tinder. I don't understand why people subject themselves to it. Because, because I honestly... Because of often, sex. Yeah, but more often than not, I hear about like just the most horrible experiences. Now, it's not, also really fun to judge people based on appearance. I'm just going to say, as a game, not even to yeah, people. Yeah, right. <laughs> you well, just that's get it. to sway, and it's fun to move your finger a little bit. Yeah. It's like a good time waster. Well, here, okay, just, now, Dan, follow my instructions. Hold your hand up in the air. <laughs> index, point your index finger, finger up. And wag your finger like you're saying no to somebody. There you go. <laughs> I'm doing it. He there you go. Test. See, it's fun, right? Yeah, suddenly, fun. I feel like I'm not good enough. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I always, every time I see that, I think of uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say the magic. Yeah, yeah. That, was yeah. Like, that was like the first really popular GIF. I feel like mm-hmm. was it? Yeah, you were there to yeah. see it happen. Yeah, you were in real time. I was born in 1993. No way. Oh come on, oh, Dana. Man. <laughs> man. And I, this me. is terrible. I have braces right now for a few more weeks, months. I don't know, but I'm getting like a surgery. So I've had to have them. I had them when I was like in seventh grade, but I have to have them for like a little bit. Yeah. And every time I go into like a meeting, like where I'm asking someone to give me power or responsibility, right. I feel like I need to like put my hand on the table and be like, I am not a 12 year old right. pulling a con on you. <laughs> I am in fact a legal adult. I know that everything above my chin and below my nose makes me look 11. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a that is a challenge. I uh when I was a kid, uh, my pediatric dentist uh retired and the lady that replaced him was like a 45-year-old woman and she had braces and I had I was like I don't like her. I don't. I don't want to go there. And I was like, I think it was because she was a dentist that she was having like, like. Stop but discriminating me, against my people. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, like, I, yeah, I, there's something about it, you know. Um, Excuse me. I so, literally have braces right now. No, but I'm saying she was a dentist. As like, a dentist, you're saying she she undercut her credibility in <laughs> dentistry. <laughs> You don't have any dentistry hey, credibility to hey, undercut, as far as I know. Ben, I, ben <laughs> newsflash. Dentists have crooked teeth, too. Okay, buddy? Hashtag not all dentists. <laughs> uh, yeah. But how uh, long has this braces stint been? How long, like, what's the duration of time? Uh, it's been, like, a few months, and it'll probably be, like, two months more. Well, that's not so bad. No, because I, like, had braces. I suffered yeah. through it when I was supposed to. Right. Yeah. Me, so too. this is... Me too, and then my, then my wisdom teeth came in, and they all came in lying flat and straight, pointing straight ahead. So just, <laughs> there's like a car uh, crash sorry, at the front of my screwed. face. F'd everything up. Yeah. 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 Well, you're, I like my drink swear. a lot, Chris. It, uh, it came out very pink. Um, That's good. And I, uh, We're undercutting gender roles today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Men can drink ways. pink um, drinks too. I fine strained it because there were a lot of seeds in my... Uh, in my muddled berries um, yeah but uh it's a good drink and uh maybe maybe this will be the the drink that i that i return to for the duration of my of my imposed bachelorhood so can uh, you envision this with blackberries like can you uh is this something that uh yeah raspberries i think it probably it would be like a, a little darker in color of course um flavor wise 
but I can't imagine the flavor would be super different. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so is that you just can't get blackberries anymore? It's like the season's over. Kind of, obviously, the season's over, but I mean, you can't get them. Blackberries are a summer thing. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you can cool get thing anything about Seattle, at any time now, when, right? When you walk around Seattle, like, there are blackberries that just grow out of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, road signs have blackberries popping off of them. Cool. People's parked cars. It's just everywhere. <laughs> There's, like, you just walk down the street with with a purple chin because you're eating so many blackberries. That's adorable. Yeah, it's what great. What a great image. <laughs> uh, well, good. I'm glad you like it, Ben. That's, uh, I, I think it's a good drink, Chris. Good. Well done. Well met. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so Dana, let's get into this. The people have been waiting long enough. No, they have. They oh, skipped. They skipped. Welcome to three seconds after you heard the intro to this. <laughs> oh yeah, they've episode. been hitting that little button that skips forward thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. That you usually use to get out of the stamps.com ad that plays on every single podcast. <laughs> oh, this Except one's this sponsored one? by Squarespace. Oh yeah, right. No, We've, uh, we are uh, we are host supported. We're not even listener supported. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're not looking, we're not really monetizing. I just yet. didn't know what else to do with these deep pockets. I figured I'd throw it into a <laughs> massive podcast empire. You don't know what, what to do with all that house painting and bartending money. <laughs> Come on, man. You know yeah. me. You, uh, give it, you give it to the people. Sure. Give back. Um, so let's have it, Dana. You have to, I don't, walk me through what I'm supposed to do. I should just, have researched, I should have listened no, you to your no, podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I mean, we've been doing it. Just tell us the story, you know? Oh, gosh. And um, I'm going to preface this by saying, uh, please, please stop listening uh, <laughs> if, if, if uh, you're related to me by blood. This is uh, super brave of you. Oh, my God. This is. I know. I'm so. I, I Regretting your decision right now? I emailed with this story, and then I also had like a funny backup story, and you got back to me in like 10 minutes. It's like, nope, tell the virginity story. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, so you um, did have days to come up with the. <laughs> I know it's a it's a good story though. All right, let's hear. Uh, it. Let's hear. It. So yeah, preface by saying if you're related to me by blood, or if I slept with you in college, please don't listen to this. <laughs> this would be a terrible way to find out my oh, side yeah. of the story, wouldn't it? Uh, It'd be amazing though. You know, yeah. if you're like already a big let's drink about it listener, it's <laughs> like I love this show. Hey, Dana Schwartz, that's a girl I dated in college. <laughs> I don't actually, that, that's embarrassing. What if he doesn't know my last name? <laughs> <laughs> Story time. Uh, so <laughs> here we go. I should preface by saying in high school, I dated really nice Jewish boys. Mm-hmm. I dated the president of the chess team. Oh, yeah, that's then, a nice Jewish and boy. And then the president of the debate team. Uh, that's another nice Jewish boy. I know. Boy. I, was, I was knocking it out of the park. You were, the you were uh, You're like a zombie for those brains. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was doing good. Those, uh, those dudes are going places. Marriage material right there. Yep. Uh, Which is everyone's looking for that in high school. Yeah, I was I was really pragmatic. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to college, and you know I had never had. I think this is a lots of my virginity story. I didn't I didn't have sex. So sorry. That this is really. I'm realizing as I tell it, this is a disgustingly inappropriate podcast topic for me, as a as a girl who's 22 to be saying to like two grown adults. Well, uh, yeah. you're, as, you're a, as, a, as a grown first. adult, I will admit that I didn't have sex till like the last week of college. Um, <laughs> so. As as an adult, I'll admit that um, I'm waiting till. Chris marriage. has never had sex. I'm yeah. waiting till marriage. His uh, yeah. he ben promised told me... it to his father until he gets married. <laughs> yeah. So this this story actually takes place last night. <laughs> uh, no. So I, I got to college. I had never had sex, and I was I was waiting. You know, I, I dated some people that I was like, you know. Wait. You want it to be special the Why first time. Why special? Yeah. Wait until it's like true love. I yeah. wasn't, 
I wasn't going to wait till marriage, but love seems... You want the guy to like know your first name and, and your last, last name. name. Maybe middle name. That's not asking for too much. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's chess club, it's uh, debate club, and then fast forward to college and you see Chaz with a puka shell necklace. <laughs> <laughs> puka shell. And he's hacking up a me. storm. If anything, this is worse. So it's, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> in a different way. Fast forward to my sophomore year. Uh, I had started dating a friend of mine in that way where you're just because a guy and a girl spend a lot of time together, yeah. you sort of assume like, okay, I guess we're dating now because we're hormonal and we want to make out, but right. there's nothing connecting us in any way. We should not be dating. Right. Yeah. So that happened for- You just happened to be going to the same college together. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that happened for a few months where like, we kind of liked hanging out with each other. And we just liked the idea of kissing in general. Mm -hmm. So then we... It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to kiss. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, so then we were dating. And then we were not. And then the next time we would hang out, we would kiss again. And we were dating. <laughs> and then we were not. And this happened like four times. Like my yeah. friends hated me. Uh, yeah. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> and then I still remember when I lost my virginity because it was like, it was a, a night. It was the Friday before Halloween of my <laughs> senior year, sophomore Spooky. year. Spooky. Big night. Uh, we had... The, the on and off friend boyfriend and I had broken up like for the last the, time. The like, gray area boyfriend. <laughs> like I reached that point where I just like hated everything about him. Like I right. hated his laugh. I just like I could not be around him anymore. I'm not even that good at kissing. Yeah. Oh, I could I could do so much better. So I was I was just like angry at the yeah. world. Yeah. And I you had like, a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. And I, I dressed up in like the sexiest Halloween costume I could find. Mm -hmm. And in this is me, and I, you're not looking at me, but I'm not like a sexy kitten, like nurse type person. Didn't sell yourself short, Dana, but uh, but so sexy Halloween costume. It was a pirate. Okay, sexy and pirate. It was like not nothing about it was sexy. I was wearing like a full long sleeve blouse <laughs> and pants. <laughs> Oh yeah, but in my mind, I was like, leaves a lot to the imagination. Were a Very you were a pirate. nice. Yeah, you were a yeah. pirate who thought yourself sexy. <laughs> it was like a good pirate costume. You know how like like Party City would sell a pirate costume with like a tattered like yeah right skirt. No, this was like a, a like a good like historically accurate female pirate costume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. So so you were sexy as a pirate in the same way that a leaky faucet is is leaky. It tends to leak. It's, it's not that it's like. It's like lasciviously leaky. I like. I don't understand what you said at all. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm. I'm trying to be linguistic here. You know. Hang I'm on a second. To... She, one second ago, she was a sexy pirate. Now she's leaking. Yeah, that's actually really rude. I'm not. That's not, that's not how I meant it at all. Uh, so whatever. This party's going on. It's at my co-ed fraternity house. Whoa. Bomb chicka wah wah. Yeah. A, this is an interesting college. I was in a co yeah. I went to a co I was in a co ed fraternity. Uh, a group of seniors show up and I was like, All right, I It's on. He sees me dancing with this boy. Honestly the the senior was in sunglasses, I whatever his costume was, so I like he seemed kinda cute. He was tallish. <laughs> cute enough. Uh, cute enough is tallish. He'll do. He'll do. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we leave together. I'm a little tipsy because uh, I'm I'm not a drinker at all or wasn't at the time. Ha <laughs> ha, how things change. He'll, and he'll do is a real, like, I feel like, uh, you know, before you lose your virginity, the, the moment is a very special forecasted thing. And then like so often it winds up with he'll do or she'll do being yeah. the... <laughs> that uh, was exactly what it was. I thought it was going to be so special. And then I was leaving and I was like... I'm gonna, I made up my mind, just yeah. like I make up my mind to, 
dye my hair and cut it off or do whatever. I'm just like... Oh, yeah, sure. That's a good callback. You're, you're just uh, you're get her done. I'm a get her done kind of yeah. person. And so... Huge fan of the blue collar comedy <laughs> scene. <laughs> Actually, huge fan of Cars too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so much better than the so original. So much better than the original. They yeah. did it right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're leaving. I find out on the way back, and I, I'm not going to say his name because he's a real human being. <laughs> Uh, and again, I never... Told. I think he's a sex object from the way the story is <laughs> unfolding so far. I find out uh, he speaks 16 languages. Wow. And what? plays the cello. Like like he had a cello. So there's no way he's actually hot, right? No, he was like he was like cute, like passively cute. Wow. But, but like did, this, have... did this new information just like like propel him into the stratosphere? No, basically it was that. That was what sort of made up my mind. I was like, I'm not going to do better than this right now. Oh yeah, this holy like, shit! You he hit speaks the, 16 languages. You hit the yeah. I didn't believe him. I made him like list them for me multiple times. Now list like, them in French. Yeah. <laughs> now list them in Russian. He was a linguistics major, which was so foreign to me. I didn't even yeah. know that was a major. Um, wow. We we go back to his place. I see his cello. Mm-hmm. It's like and his. That's not a euphemism, right? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Was it next to his etchings? (laughs) He was like a, he looked kind of like how I imagine Lord Byron to look. (laughs) And I've seen pictures of Lord Byron and still I conflate the two in my mind. Sure. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, I like see his bookshelves filled with like a number of classical works in different languages. Yeah. Uh, We do the dirty. Mm -hmm. I've never called it that before. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Uh, I, the the kicker is I don't tell him it's my first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, hard to admit. Or also, it just didn't come up. Yeah, right. You, I don't know. I think he kind of assumed if like a sophomore in a very very sexy pirate costume is coming back <laughs> to his place, like she knows what she's doing, and it's I like this, did this, not at all. This yeah. young lady approached me on the dance floor rather abruptly and escorted me out rather quickly. <laughs> yeah, she knows what she, she's doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not. I was just you know faking it and pretending. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the reoccurring theme: fake it till you make it. Um, yeah, it it hurt. I don't I don't and, know. If and I, making it in this in this context <laughs> is a totally different. Yeah. Meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, I don't know if either of you uh, have at at any time in your in your lives uh, been at the receiving end of being a f- have been a a young female losing her virginity, but it hurts. It hurts a uh, lot. No, I, I've I, never uh, I've never part. been in that co- situation. Um, yeah, so uh, that was just something I kind of kept to myself. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, he's in bed reading a Bible that is not in English. Mm, sure, like, that's the only way to fly. So it's like maybe like for at that that morning where it's kind of light, but it's still, I'm like, are you reading a Hebrew Bible? <laughs> and he's like, actually, it's in Aramaic. Oh, sure. That's, that's like funny. that's like the linguistic major uh, version of slipping on a jazz record. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's when I, I leave. I take my graceful exit. Um, he calls me, or like, t- doesn't call me, or we're t- what millennials, he texts me and like a few days later and it's like, oh, do you want to come over and do like Uzo? Uzo? Is that the alcohol? Yeah, that's, um, the, uh, that's the Greek uh, He's fancy. Spirit. <laughs> uh, 
I, that, that doesn't taste good. He, he asked me. He asked me if I like liked it, and I think I like thought it was a band or something. <laughs> so I said something completely wrong. Yeah. Uzo Motley, one of my favorites. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, like I think I've, I've heard them before. Yeah. He's like, no, it's it's an alcohol. Uh, so at oh, this point, that he's, is fucking he's adorable. Regretting his his decision. Yeah. Oh, so you showed your hand in the attempted answer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did accidentally. I like thought. Uh, um, that's, I, I think that's great. No, it wasn't. It was very, very embarrassing. Yeah, time, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go over. We we drink this disgusting alcohol that I have to pretend to like now. Um, <laughs> and this is this is the the part of the story that is the most most embarrassing. And I am now deeply regretting oh. telling this story. Uh, so back to that thing about how if it's your first time and you're a woman and it hurts, sometimes you also bleed a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, and if if you weren't aware that it was someone's first time. Right. You might have different ideas of oh, where the blood what that blood might come from. Yeah. Right. And so, after having a drink or two, he turns to me and he goes, with like what he must have thought was like the kindest expression in his eyes, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh like, no. Dana, you know, if you had your period, you could have just told me. <laughs> and at this point, I'm faced with a choice, right? Yeah, right. Put yourself right. in my shoes. Right. For from a girl's perspective, it's a nightmare to like get your period in a guy, a stranger's bed. That's right. like right. that's that is like mortifying. Still, it's less mortifying now because like fuck it, I'm an adult. But right. it was mortifying. Right. But also, then I would need to awkwardly be like. Oh no! You just took the virginity of this child who doesn't know what alcohol is. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just played it off. I was like, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I did like the meek, terrible apology. Did you? Um, did you like try and say like, oh, I thought it was over, but I guess I spotted one more time, or was it? Did you think I was that smart that I would think that much on the ball? <laughs> no, I was just evasive. Oh, yeah. I should have done. That doesn't meek, know what meek. Uzo math is. Yeah. You know? she doesn't. She doesn't know how Uzo is. She probably doesn't know how to lie. Yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, my lying skills have gotten so much better since then. Yeah. But yeah, I just yeah when it when in doubt meekly cower. <laughs> meekly cowering adequately describes exactly what I did. Uh, needless to say, we never saw each other again. Oh. <laughs> and he, he, I like stalked him on Facebook. He's like, I think a professor in like Prague or something. He's like, oh, man. traveling Eastern Europe. There is uh, no way. Vis- there is no way a guy who can speak sixteen languages is not a professor of something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like what he what he's doing. Probably and the he, only way to make a living. I'm if pretty, you can speak that many languages. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a Twitter because I at some point I'm sure I stalked him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really hope he doesn't hear this and think back, like, he doesn't remember, but he's like, oh, that, like, random Halloween hookup, like, oh, like, congratulations, that was my, my deep virginity. Well, well speaking uh, as a fella, I would think that almost any dude would find that story really charming yep. to hear. You know, 100%. like I don't, I don't, I don't think that you should be as embarrassed about it as I'm so embarrassed. No, I you don't shouldn't. Think, you I shouldn't don't think. be. I think, I think if. If I, you know, can Listen, put myself like, in this in this brainiac's shoes for a, a second, if he if he listens to this, which he probably won't, <laughs> if he listens to this and isn't charmed, uh, if it doesn't charm his pants off, uh, then you know 
You're well rid of him. Ba- basically, uh, Dana, just listen to two old. He should be the embarrassed one if he's. He has in- he has like two last names. He has a hyphen last name. Whoa. He's one of the everything about him is just the stereotype of what I described. Mm. <laughs> I you love just, this guy. What you need to do I is want to be friends to, with him. Listen to two older guys. Unless he's an asshole about it, and then I don't. I, I recall him being pretty nice. I think. Yeah. You just need to listen to two older guys tell you how to feel. That's all. <laughs> don't be yeah. embarrassed because we're telling you not to. <laughs> the best part, actually. Of the Let story, me mansplain something. Yeah. <laughs> the best part of the story is later on, I became good friends with uh, someone my age who was a linguistics major, and we were talking like, "Oh, do we have any mutual friends?" And he's yeah. like, "Oh, like I saw on Facebook, you like know this guy," and I was like, "Yeah, like I, I know him." Uh, and he's like, "Oh." In, in the um, Aramaic biblical sense. <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> so my friend was like, oh, wait, I have the funniest story about this guy. <laughs> One time, he brought a girl home. She got her period in his oh, bed. Are you then, joking? And then in the morning, he was like reading a Hebrew Bible and didn't even notice. And I was like, actually, it was Aramaic. <laughs> oh, my I've heard, God. I, I've heard this story. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I like, I know I, the ending. I know the ending. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've heard my my own story back to me. That is inc- that is an incredible ending. That is a real that, that is, is like that's that a great is twist. So great. Um, well, how did the red velvet pair with that for you? Perfectly. I yeah? think the the pink of it was a uh, yeah. There's a little pink to it. Matched uh, the the flesh of my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, actually it was it was um, I don't want to be gross, but I've always compared. Uh, I'm gonna be gross. I'm really sorry. <laughs> uh, Again, I, God, I, my mom's not listening to this. Uh, the I, you just have to podcast like your parents aren't listening. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? that's the. Yeah. Uh, if, it, if you're starting a podcast, you should know that. That's like rule number one. Coconut water yes. is like a, a slightly salty, viscous fluid. Yes. Uh, and I am Uh-oh. assuming Uh-oh. you didn't do that on purpose. No, I didn't. But I'm not. Uh, I didn't make the <laughs> the connection. Um, <laughs> somebody did told me that it's like uh, got the same salt content as blood. And so, oh. like, there's a lot of, like, woo-woo health people that say, like, oh, since it's got the same salt content as blood, you should drink lots of it. No, I heard that, like, if, if you're in an emergency and you don't have a bag of blood, but you do have, have coconut, a, water. coconut water, yeah. you can, you can re, I don't know, like, what? do an IV. I don't think that's, don't do it. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, don't try I'll, this I'll be at right home. back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I thought, I think it was actually very fitting. It was the, it's the type of um, slow build cocktail where afterward you get, like, a really delicious coconutty aftertaste oh nice well uh i'm glad you enjoyed it um yeah it's kind of I, that's i think the first time we've had coconut water in a drink on the show uh if i remember correctly um but i think it's a nice cocktail ingredient you know it's it's uh it's different from you know your simple syrup or your juice of one kind <laughs> or another <laughs> sure is sure is I'm going to start calling it homemade coconut water from now on. Yeah, gross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a terrible person. (laughs) Uh, Well, And you're regretting bringing me on the show right now. It's it's amazing how how embarrassed you've been and how terrible you think you are and how just opposite it it is true. I think it's been a delight so far. Chris, we have a listener request. Bring it on. Hey, Ben and Chris. This is Sammy from Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York. Really love your show. (laughs) Love listening to it. Love the cocktail recipes. Uh, So first, a funny story. I doubled the amount of St. Germain in the Zimzala Bim the other day. 
But I will say that adding <laughs> tonic water sort of fixed it and made it taste a lot like elderflower, but good. But my question today slash request is on one of your episodes, you guys mentioned blackbird shots as a shot that uh, I think your guest who was a bartender said that he gives out at his bar all the time. Um, and I was wondering if there's a recipe for those blackbird shots. Thanks so much. Bye. Ah, oh, thanks, Colin. That's thanks for calling in, Sammy. Um, that that was you, right, Chris? That uh, that was me. That guest was me, and that bartender was me. Um, <laughs> the uh, the uh, Zimzalabim comes from episode eighty-two, and we had uh, Deanne Smith on. That's right. And, do you want to? Uh, do you have the recipe there? I've got it in front of me. If you want to recap, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, go for it. Two ounces of Reposado tequila, two teaspoons of orange bitters, two teaspoons of Saint Germain, one teaspoon of super fine sugar or simple syrup, and a lemon twist. Mm-hmm. And it's a stir with ice and fine strain into a chilled cocktail glass type of joint. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I can't imagine that four teaspoons of Saint Germain would totally ruin the drink. No. But I guess yeah, it is a it is a strong flavor. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and to answer your question, um, I don't know. Uh, so it was a friend of mine that actually the, the guy that hired me in, uh, to work at this bar. He, yeah, uh, he was the one. It was his idea to have a shot on hand, just as a, a you know, some bars will buy like some bartenders will will buy a specific bottle of something they can give out as yeah. you know as a shot or something. And this was uh, his idea is to have like a, a pre-made shot on hand. And lately. Uh, I've been, I've taken it to calling it the apology shot. So like if something goes wrong, you know, if like, you know, if it's particularly busy and like you notice that someone has kind of lacked the attention they deserve, you come over and say, listen, I'm really sorry. Here you go. And it's, it's, and I've said it before. It's amazing. The the power of one ounce of alcohol, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also like, I don't know. I like the idea of it also because I feel like whenever a free shot gets suggested, it, it's almost always something I'd rather not drink, like Jameson or really shitty well tequila. Yeah. You know? Well, this, you know what? This it, it applies to this particular one as well. I mean, so the recipe, uh, Sammy. <laughs> Are you saying your free shot is not a good? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But it's no because it's it's you know it's the same, it's on par with like people choose Jameson, people choose tequila. You know, yeah, and, and they're if, not wrong if, to. It's just no. That, even like, if people choose, I'm this. a snob. I'm an asshole, and I you know. No, no. I even I, when something is free, I. I persist in being an asshole. That's where I'm coming from. It's like, you know, it's, this is, it's got a distinct flavor. So the recipe is equal parts uh, Jameson and Amaro Montenegro with a splash of uh, Fernet Branca. So, you know, like All that's... All words I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, so it's... So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, very, you know, you know, Fernet is very perfumey. It's a very... Uh, distinct flavor so and, and i find i can taste it in anything doesn't matter like that's the thing i can taste it's kind of like the cilantro of alcohol which i think i've called yeah. it before um but uh so people generally like this shot like it's just you know yeah you keep it chilled it's nice it's uh it's good for after Do you dinner. guys have like it pre it's pre-mixed in yeah a, like you pre-mix in a bottle yeah you pre-mix a, a a batch before the the start of the night and then it you know it it's it flows Finds like water. its way into people's bellies. Yeah, it flows like water. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it generally is a, is a well received shot. But occasionally, you know, if you give it to someone who prefers Jameson, for example, this yeah. is a much more syrupy, sweeter 
or, or sweet uh, shot, uh, you know. Um, and then you know sometimes people don't right. like it. Is is the it's point. not like a garbage sweet shot. It's like no, no, it's, it's not sugar. Stuff, yeah, it's but. great. It's it's it is a nice shot, but it, again, it's just you know, it's not uh, all things are not for all people. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope that uh, you make a few at home, Sammy, with some friends and uh, uh, and uh, enjoy it. I have a request, actually. It's not about a cocktail, but I feel like you two might be a help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is allowed. You can cut this out of the podcast. This is a genuine... <laughs> oh, you, uh, you have a lot of nerve coming on our show. Cutting it out. Yeah, go ahead and shoot, but we're cutting it out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a party tonight. Oh. Uh, it's like... it's a. Oh, my invitation wasn't Damn, no, no, seriously, I, I, I'm going to jump on the plane, like, momentarily, so hurt me. It's, uh, when I say what kind of party you're going to be, really, it's like a Twitter, there's like a hive of Twitter girls. Oh, nice. Like, we're, we're getting together, and it's Sounds fantastic. Sounds like a perfect party for me to feel like the weird, creepy old guy at. <laughs> there always seems to be a weird, ben, creepy Ben, you got to be careful when you say creepy old guy. When If you feel like a creepy old guy, I'm in trouble. I'm in big Oh, trouble. you know, like, you you know what I'm talking about. Though, I do, Like, yes. the second you, like, reach the age of, like, 28, you Are start you? to be able to go to a party and be like, Wow, everybody here is so young yeah. compared to me. Yeah. And how, uh, how old are you? I'm 32. So when uh Oh god. So, so now it's like most parties. Like when I walk into bars I'm like they let babies in bars now? <laughs> <laughs> they let 11-year-olds with braces. Yeah. <laughs> uh so what what it's a champagne party is like the theme, mm. but I'm poor. Champagne for my real pa- friends, real pain for my <laughs> sham friends, you know what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> oh, you're so old. <laughs> uh or I guess I could bring like a white, like a white wine. I need like a bottle of something like fun and girly, but not terrible. Uh-huh. That's like relatively cheap. You two seem like the perfect gentleman who'd be able to help me. Well, maybe, uh, maybe like uh, flip the script on him and bring a bottle of Lambrusco, which is like a fizzy red wine. Ooh. And, uh, it's got, uh, it, it kind of reminds me of like a dry apple cider in some ways. Like it doesn't taste like apple cider, but it's got that kind of, that same, uh, uh, like there's something cidery to it, but it's also got like red wine flavor, and I feel like uh, I feel like it's a it's a big hit. Uh, what's the uh, at, what's at the price point on a bottle of Lambrusco, Ben? It doesn't have to be expensive. You can get one for ten or twelve bucks. There I you go, Bam. Perfect. Yeah, Bob's I mean, uncle. if uh, if you... if you spend a lot more than that, you're did probably did you just Bob's your uncle that <laughs> I did. Yeah. Are you from New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> Part of me. Are we all from New Zealand at one point or another? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris is from. Uh, Canada, so yeah. they say lots of weird things up there. We're a bunch of weirdos, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he said, hey, like a real Canadian. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, yeah, I think, I think Lambrusco would be good. That's um, a great choice. I feel so sophisticated. And you got, all this, you got all this knowledge about it, too. You just drop it. Oh, this? It's nothing. It's just this. How about or, uh, a Vino Verde, uh, which is oh, damn. always Vino very Verde affordable. delicious. sounds fancy. It does yeah. sound, it sounds really it's fancy. It's very good. It's the uh, Portuguese, like a slightly effervescent Portuguese wine. It's, it's and, one uh, of my favorites, to be honest. I love when things can be described as effervescent. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like fully bubbly. It's not Dom Perignon telling his fellow monks that he's just drunk the stars uh, <laughs> but uh god damn it's every week you learned one... that from from uh the fault in our stars didn't you <laughs> still haven't seen it. it's on my list um uh, all of your listeners under the age of 25 just laughed at what i said <laughs> and i and i laughed because i recognized it as a movie Yay! title <laughs> or a book title um both yeah uh well, no show has ever made me feel more like a dad than this one, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm... Yeah. 
I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but well, I'm I'm practically your daughter-in-law. I think I'm dating your dog now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does feel he does feel very uh, very comfortable around you. You know, he's able to nap in your presence, which is that's what all good relationships are built upon. Dana, it's been a real delight to have you here on the show, and uh, really we has. hope you'll come back sometime. If the folks want to follow one of your many Twitter accounts, rattle them off. What are they? All right, so uh, if you're a fan of making fun of uh, mediocre, pretentious, <laughs> usually white male authors, uh, it's Guy in your MFA. <laughs> Who isn't a fan of making fun of those type of guys? If you are a fan of uh, making fun lovingly of all dystopian young adult novels that sort of sound like the Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, you're divergent, you're Maze Runner, you're... Anything where there's like categories. Right. Like anything where there's a like yeah. a BuzzFeed quiz that divides you into who you are. Right. Yeah. Our our society is based on simple <laughs> rules that you can learn in three and a half paragraphs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're the one to defy it all. Right. Uh, that's <laughs> dystopian YA. Uh-huh. And my personal uh, Twitter account is Dana Knox XXX. I'm, oh no, no, that's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's bad. That's someone's real Twitter account, probably. Uh, mine is Dana Schwartz with three Z's, and you should follow because I'm desperate for validation. Yeah, follow. Uh, I think that all three of those are really worth following. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of funny jokes. I really uh, I really enjoy following Dana Schwartz on Twitter. And you will too. Let it be. Oh, um, thank you. You can follow Chris on Twitter at Chris B Chicken and Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R. And you can follow our show at Drink About It. We're on Instagram at Let's Drink About It, as well as Facebook and Tumblr and a whole host of other social media portals. Uh, we should thank Lizzie Bartelt, Holding our it down. beloved social media manager. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked out our Tumblr, Lizzie has put up a couple of holiday gift guides that uh, I think are actually really great. Um, a lot yep. of, uh, you know, books and uh, albums and things from past guests and then uh, odds and ends for around your bar cart and kitchen that Chris and I are fans of. Yep. And, you know, cocktail recipe books and all kinds of great things. Let, it, let it be known that Lizzie takes this upon herself. She does uh, yeah. not even directed to do these things. No, she That's didn't. Kind she's of like, she just thought of like, hey, we should have a holiday gift guide, and she did it, and she fucking knocked it yeah. out of the park. She a did a great of, job. A couple of goofs like Ben and I. I mean, we're we don't like, deserve Lizzie. Uh, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. So thanks, uh, Lizzie. Yeah, we should thank uh, Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for our music. Thank you, fellas. And we should say thank Paul Watling for our art. Yep. And thanks, Paul. We should thank. Dana Schwartz for Dana. being our Thank lovely you, and talented guest today. Thanks for coming on the show. So much fun, Dana. Dana. Yeah, seriously. Um, keep up the great work. And uh, with that, we will be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Don't choke on your rum and coke. Don't choke. It's a good sign out. Don't choke on your rum and coke. Chris has his too. You can't stop. Sorry, you can't do it again. Stepped on my sign out. You ready? Hang on a second. Do it again. <clears throat> oh yeah, clear your throat. Don't choke on your rum and coke. Beautiful. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs>